Hey, 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 world, it's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a brand and visual strategist and the host of Blah Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, turning your mess into a beautiful masterpiece. Happy Saturday, everyone. I hope that you are able to chillax. I hope you are Netflixing and chilling. I hope you are doing what you want to do because so many of us have to go and, and handle the grind and handle everything that's going on in this world. It could be so overwhelming. So I hope that you are Netflixing and chilling. And I hope that you're doing something special for you. So before I go into my little spill, first of all, I would like you to go and visit my my Instagram at TamLovesToWrite39. Visit my Pinterest at TamLovesToWrite. Also visit me on Twitter at TamLovesToWrite. So, guys, oh, and visit my website, www.tamlovestowrite.com, also my portfolio. So, many of you know that I am a graphic designer, and my goal and my main concentration in graphic designing is helping small businesses get the attention that they need creating outside of the box. And so, one of the things that I think is that um, we got to stand out because we're in competition with so many businesses. And so, go visit my portfolio at www.tamlovestodesign.com. So as I am done with all the promotional stuff, I wanted to talk a little bit about something that I experienced this week. So um, a lot of emotion because my co-worker's last day was today. And so Michelle has become a very good friend. I love her so much. She was my sister girl. We laughed the whole time that we start. We connected the first day we met um, as sister friends and that tip for me and so it's awesome to meet somebody that is a blessing on your life so I'm, I'm truly gonna miss her and so I wanted to talk about that on talk about the fact that we can connect to people um, and sometimes that everybody doesn't have a motive or 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 mean intention sometimes they can be the blessing that you need for the short period of time in our lives and so I was a little sad about that but um, I was in the grocery store today and I was getting groceries for my family and um I was feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders and and I, I've been feeling that a lot this week because um as you know single moms whether you're taking care of little kids or older kids you can feel the pressure sometimes that pressure is real and so I was sitting in the store I mean walking around the store and I watched this young lady she was getting ready to still some ground beef and some bread. And I knew that, you know, at this particular store that there's cameras all around and she had a daughter with her. And I was like, so I took the, I said to her, walk past her. I knew the situation, but I didn't know the situation. I knew that they were hungry. And so I put the groceries, I said to her, put your groceries in my cart. Don't steal that. She said, I'm not going to steal. And then she just broke down and cried. And it hit me differently because as a single mother of a big family, I had six children all together. I can remember the times that I've been at a desperate point in my life. There was no superheroes and the baby daddy didn't. He, well, that's okay. So, and I can remember those times of feeling so desperate that I almost thought about stealing and a blessing came out of the way. Because I, I was I refused to let my children starve. 
And so I paid for her stuff and that's not to get recognition. But I thought about single moms and I thought about how every executive decision is on that mother. We can, you know, a lot of people have this horrible habit of when a mother can't do what she can't supply or she can't give the way other mothers are, or if other single mothers are striving and thriving, um, my question always is what type of help do they have? They may be a single mother, right? They may be a single mother, but they may have assistance. They may have a support team. And sometimes everybody's situation and circumstances is not the same. And with this young lady, as she started to tell me a story, she had no one. And whether it was a lie or the truth, it wasn't for me to judge. What it was is to make sure her and her baby ate, right? Because we get in the habit of judging somebody's circumstances or situations and wanting to know more and probe and prob, it's not for us to do. If you have it, bless them, right? I believe that. I believe that if you have it, bless them. Somebody has definitely on countless people have done on countless of times have blessed me in the most difficult situations and times. So I say that to say to people, we're not blessing people because sometimes we want recognition and love and we want people to, to like us on social media. And, and for me, it's about helping another sister win. Um, it's always been my thing to help people win. And I know how difficult it can be to be the sole provider of your family and to have no one to support you and have to make the executive decision. See, when you become an executive, usually there's a team, right? So there's an executive, there's the CEO, the COO, and the CFO, right? And you have several people that are under your umbrella of success. And when those several people are under your umbrella, then that person can become the mogul that they are. They become the millionaires and the billionaires, and their company becomes successful because of a team. But when you have a single mother who you throw in these support systems that don't even have support, you know, if a mother is in, you know, they have programs like preventative services, but if you you're, if the preventative services resources are lacked, how are you assisting the mother? If their resources are drained, then you're just actually giving them another, you're giving them negative space, right? Because now you can only give but so much. Well, go look at this, go look at this apartment. Well, go to this pantry if they, and take that can of water, which you are grateful for what you get. But if they have, everybody is maxed out, right? Everybody's maxed out. Then we're not servicing people. Because the reality is, is that we got to train our people up to be so that they won't be in that situation. And then they can be a blessing to another sister. And the way I think that you be a blessing to another sister is you teach them how to fish. You teach them how so that they won't lose. So I said to the young lady, I was like, 
you got a phone? She was like, yeah, I got a phone. Find something that you love to do and find a way to make money off of it. She was like, what? I was like, what are you good at? She said, well, I like to do hair. Sometimes I braid my sister hair. Say, get your camera, prop that phone up, and do a braiding tutorial on YouTube. It's not going to happen overnight. But do that braiding tutorial on a style that you've seen. And you make you some money off this internet thing. You find some way to send some flyers out. You become the best. You you become the best. Well, I can't do hair. I can only do it in my bedroom. Fix your bedroom up real nice. And you become the bedroom beautician. Get you a business plan. You want me? I'll make you some. I'll make you. I'm going to donate flyers so that you can go and do what you want. I will do that for you. And then it hit me. Then it hit me. A lot of us are not teaching. We're telling people. We're giving people some fish, but we're not teaching them how to fish. We're not teaching them how to gravitate to making money. We're only telling them, here's some fish, good luck. This fish is temporary because once you eat the fish, it's gone. But if I teach you how to hook the fish, to put the hook on the fish, the line, if I buy you a, if I buy you a line, it, it, it always drives me crazy, right? And, and I hope somebody can get something out of this. They'll teach somebody how to be a CNA, right, for free. Well, join our CNA program, but you won't teach them how to be an LPN. Or you won't give them a free program to help them become an LPN and a free program to help them become a nurse. Right? Kind of kind of crazy, right? Because then even at a, and I'm not saying CNAs are a, a blessing, but if you keep them at mid-level, you're keeping them right there, but right there, well, they got a job. Okay, but they could get fired from that job. And if they, but if they had the LPN, now they're above struggling. And if they had their, they had their nurses license, now they really can make it. Y'all feel what I'm saying? Like they can. There's a level. There's a level that they could go on if they could just get the step up. So while they're working their CNA, they can become an LPN. Listen, if you pass this program and you do. And you stay in good standing at work for a year. We'll pay for you to get your LPN. We'll pay for you. If you, you want to go above that, we'll pay for you to get your bachelor's and become, get your bachelor's in nursing. Right? Right? That's the way we help people win. But if we keep telling people the little ways, listen, I'm going to just give you this bread and good luck. And I think that's the way we change our society. I think that's the way we fix and heal people. The way we fix and heal people is we teach them how to fish. We teach them how to make money. We stop being afraid that if they get above us that they're going to pass us. And I think that's how we're going to open the doors and change the, the, the change our community. Because the decade, of, you know, 2020 is coming and it's a new decade. Things are changing. Bills are higher, food is higher, rent is higher, everything's higher. So instead of teaching people how to rent an apartment, let's teach people how to buy a, how to buy a house. Instead of teaching people to put money and save, let's teach people how to correct their credit, which is a lot going on now. 
But we got to be willing to open our ears and start stop thinking that your little sister, because I'm telling you, if we're not taking care of our sisters, it was crazy because at work, my coworker, I call, I go to Tim Hortons on Thursday. I go, hey, Michelle, what do you want from Tim Hortons? Michelle, I, I bought you lunch. We were bringing in lunch for one another. We're helping each other. We were, we would, hey, Michelle, you could do this. Michelle, Tamir, I'll do this. That's a sisterhood. And, and, and a brotherhood. The way we're going to make it better, like, I, 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 I go back to, I lived at 561 Gates Avenue, apartment four. And in apartment four, I learned, I had my uncle who lived in the back. My aunt Cookie had an extra room. And we slept in the front with her. In a bed. So we slept three to a bed. She slept in her chair. Literally. My uncle Hack and Colleen shared her. Uh, I'm sorry. Carlette shared a room. So it was cramped. But there was one thing that became a practice. Nobody ever went hungry. And I can remember my uncle Carlette saying to everybody. Listen. I can remember this at 12 years old. Listen. Let's pull all our let's put I kid you not, he said, let's pull all our welfare checks together. Let's take ten dollars out of our a hundred dollars out of our welfare check and let's go buy these brown buy one of these brownstones in Brooklyn. They have these auctions, same thing that's happening here in Buffalo, New York. We're having an auction. Let's go buy a house. So every month my uncle was saving because he was determined that he what bothered him was kids that we had to sleep three in a bed. And it bothered him. He wasn't my biological, but it bothered him that we were cramped in this two-bedroom apartment. And he kept saying that to my mother. He said it to everybody. And he was like, he had a meeting. And nobody wanted to do it. So my uncle, after a while, got sick and got discouraged. I know that happened. And he was like, you know, he said some very choice words, like, F y'all. Um... But if he would, if everybody would have pulled their resources together, they would have had the house that they wanted. They would have had, it would have still been in our legacy. I would still be in Brooklyn, New York, right now. <laughs> For real, I'd be in New York City right now. Right now. With no doubt, no, I don't care how crazy it is, I'd be right in Brooklyn. I would. I just would. Right. I would be still in Brooklyn. I would I would have a home, my family. It would be generations and generations of having a home. And so I you know, um, so I say this to everybody. If you're not ready to com- collaborate with your fellow sisters. There's going to be a lot of mothers. So, so what her baby daddy left. So what? But if we're not learning how to collaborate. If we're not learning how to stick together, there ain't shit happening. You ain't got to particularly like everything that she does for things to change. You you don't have to have millions of dollars, but we are in a serious, desperate time. And just because you got little coins don't mean no coins can't disappear. Right? Think differently, y'all. Me helping that young lady was not about some bragging rights. It was about me seeing another sister and saying, hey, as well as me saying, here, get, go get, here's this, here's this ground beef or whatever you need. But also me saying, hey, you know how to do hair? Girl, 
get you a kitchen, get you your bedroom. I only got a bedroom. All right. Get you five, go around, put you some pliers up, and do some hair in your kitchen or in your bedroom. To, and then in the process of doing that, go to school. Get your beautician license, right? Hustle, hustle, hustle hard. It's going to be hard. I, I, I didn't paint no pretty pictures. It's going to be hard. It's going to be stressful. But if you do this, you ain't got to do this. See, that's the way we change things. That's how we change people. That's how we make things better. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? The only way that we can help people is to teach them how to fish. A lady helped me to learn how to do graphic design. She taught me how to fish so I could fish for myself. The way we change our families, the way we change our dynamics is teaching your family how to fish, teaching your family how to build collectively. And listen, here's the real talk. If they don't want to collaborate, then they don't need to be a part of your team. And what's happening is, is that a lot of young single mothers don't have anyone to collaborate with, no one to support them. And I'm not saying that public services and, and, and other help of other people isn't great. I believe it helps. But there's some people whose circumstances and situations are way beyond 9 to 5. And the only way that we can help them is teaching them how to fish. You, it, it's no way that if people are repeatedly being homeless, are we teaching them how to fish or are we teaching them how to get, how to get by temporarily? It's not working, right? The system, wherever you are, is failing. Teach people how to fish. Teach people how to obtain a skill. Yeah, you can offer them these programs, but these people are looking at real life. My rent's $1,000. I can't work at a job for I'm going to work at a job for $10. I'm still like I'm on welfare, right? I'm busting my ass. And I'm buying all my groceries. I'm doing this and I'm doing that, and I'm still broke. Teach them more. Listen, it's great to have this $10. You're going to have this $10 job, hour job, but let's go and elevate to $12. let us elevate to $15, $20. That's the only way that we are going to change our system and change systematic poverty. It's teaching people how to fish, teaching people how to grow, telling them, sis, listen, this is how I got to here. Let me help you. You ain't got the $349 that I charge for a course. Let me take one sister that's on public assistance, one sister that's in a homeless shelter, one sister that's on a corner. And listen, let me teach her how to invest. And I'm going to invest in you so you can invest in another sister. Right? It's just simple. It's really, really simple. So, guys, you know, that's the, that's the lesson that I wanted to share. Teach people how to fish. Help them. Don't belittle them. And then give them some tools and nuggets. You know what? Every year, every year, I met this, this electrician. Um, and, and he was a friend of my children's father. And I, he wound up having a really bad stroke. But every year, he would give my children's father a tool for his toolbox. He would buy him a tool. For his toolbox. So I hope this is. Somebody going to catch this. So he would put the tool. In his box. 
right? And he would say, here. So it would be a wrench or it would be whatever. Well, after five years, he had five valuable pieces of tools to go into his toolbox. And I said, well, why, why do you keep buying him? You know, I knew why, but I, I needed his explanation. He said, because I want to make sure that every black man that has become an electrician has tools necessary to stay electrician. So he would buy him a tool. He would buy him a book. He would buy him, you know, different things and show him different here. You need this wire, whatever the case may be. But he bought him all of this stuff because he was building him up to be prepared for the career that he chose. And so that's the same thing that I'm saying to y'all. If you know a sister who's out here doing hair in the kitchen or in a bathroom, wherever the hell she's doing it at, why not buy her why not buy her some flat irons? Cause I want to invest in what I know you're good at. Right? Let me invest in you. Let me put fill up your toolbox. Wait a minute, sis. You do a graphic design, what you need? Oh, you need, you know, for graphic design, you need software. And, oh, I found these brushes on, um, the you know, digital brushes. And they had a hundred pack. And it was $10. Sis, I just thought about you today. I know you're doing graphic design. Let me donate that to you. That's my gift to you. Sis, you're an author. I found this really good book on how to write great sentences. Instead of being on social media and all these other days talk about how people can't use the proper grammar, how about buy her a book? Invest in her and fill her toolbox up. Because, see, that's the problem. We want to look good on social media, bashing somebody, but we're really looking like asses. Because I can't tell you how many times I've been around other folks of other cultures, and when they saw that there was something wrong, they put something in their toolbox so they could be better. Now, whether that sister accepts it or not, that's shame on her. But you did your part. Sis, you, you saying that wrong. So, you're not pronouncing that right. You, you got a speech impediment? You know what? They got this good software program that can help you with your pronunciation. So, instead of bashing that sister, sis, you don't know how to, you ain't got no soap? Well, let me teach you how to, I always have it. But let me teach you how to make your own soap powder. Let me teach you how to make your own soap powder. Kid y'all not, I was so broke, I couldn't even afford, ch- I kid y'all not, I couldn't afford soap powder. This white woman, I kid you not, this white woman said, you don't have it, but I can teach you how to make you have it for the rest of the year. The rest of the year. I, get you, I kid you not, she gave me a bar, a bar of Castell soap, some borax, um, a couple other things. And she taught me how to make soap powder. I kid y'all not. She taught me how to make my own soap powder. Right? There's ways to make your sister friend who going through survive and learn how to fish. So she ain't got to keep asking. There was something that Rick Ross said. And I'm going to end my podcast with this. He said, if I'm coming up and if I buy it for you then I'm just giving the temporary fix. But if I teach you and give you something on your own so that you can build your empire, now you ain't got to ask me, but you can pass it on to the next person. It's the same sentiments, y'all. Who are you helping to build their two bots? Who are you teaching to fish? Who are you teaching to grind till they reach the top? Who are you teaching? 
And and think about that. You know, you see somebody out there really, really trying hard. Are you putting something in their toolbox? Are you teaching them to fish? Maybe you're, you, and, and I'm not talking about a program where you get a grant. I'm just talking about other kind. I know a lot of people do it, but I'm encouraging y'all today to fill somebody's toolbox. You ain't got to buy a $300 tool, but you could buy a dollar tool. See the difference? So, guys, thank you so much for listening to me today. My name is Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and brand and visual strategist and the host of Blog Diaries. Broken, lonely, angry, and horny, turning your mess into a beautiful masterpiece. One love. Bye-bye.